This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello and welcome to the OT3 podcast. Today we are going to be talking about some Inktober and other theme months of the sort. I am Sarah Weems and I am leading this little bit today. And today I have with me our wonderful and magnificent... You, you. You go oh, first. Oh, Ashley, go. <laughs> What's up? Hey, everybody. I'm Ashley. Um, I don't really know too much. I, I know a little bit about Inktober, but this is going to be really interesting for me because I think I'm going to learn a lot in this podcast. Right, and I'm Steffi, and I love spooky season. I followed Inktober and in some other drama, but not a whole lot, so I'm curious to find out more about it. I am a big Halloween fan. I think it's the best holiday. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm down it's with anything. That's by far themed. the best holiday. Mm-hmm. It is the best holiday, I agree. Some people disagree, but I think those people are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a quick shout out to Felix Twitch on Twitter for letting us know that you watched the vampire episode. And uh, yeah. um, and thank you just for the lovely tweet. And if you want a shout out, please tweet at us or leave a review on iTunes or Audible or anywhere we have social media. Uh, word of mouth is the best way to spread, you know, our show. Um, so yeah, please tell your friends, leave reviews. That's the best form of advertisement. So thank you. Thank you, everyone who's done that so far. We absolutely adore all of you. So thank you. The word of OT3. I was thinking of the gospel of OT3. <laughs> the <but> gospel. <laughs> you can spread the gospel of OT3. Yes. <laughs> all right. So let's roll into it. Here's the question. Ashley, you said you don't know much about Inktober. What do you know of it? Um, I would assume just from it being your episode that it's about fan fiction and that there's like a kind of a themed month. And that's kind of what I know about it. Okay. Steffi? So if I remember correctly, it's uh, every day, it's a different spooky theme where you create like art for either like fan art or original art uh, based on this like prompt list. Um, you can also do fan fiction or something else if you want to follow along. Um, I actually journal sometimes like with the themes just because I think it's fun. But yeah. Yeah. So that is basically it. Um, it is a communal. Well, so background. There's a lot of controversy around Inktober. And that's where I'm going to kind of start. But so this has been going on since 2009, actually. So it's a bit old. But basically, there's this um, individual named Jake Parker, and he uh, started the challenge himself, and it was a list of 31 things to work on, and the goal was for him to, like, get better at his pen, like, his pen and ink skills, because it's, like, such a unique skill, Um, and he just wanted to develop positive drawing habits, and then, um, since then, it's kind of grown into this huge thing. Um, I found a number that in 2015, there was a 1 million Inktober drawings posted on Instagram. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So there's like, um, here's like an example. Like, so it's right now where it exists is that there is a website, there is a company, it's trademarked, um, and it's all run by this Jake Parker. And every year they release a list in, I believe, um, September. 
And it goes over all the things. And the prompt list is really, really basic. So like in 2021, it's like day one, crystal, day two, suit, three, vessel, four, not five, raven, spirit, fan. Like it just goes on and there's like one little word. And every year they're different. Um, Like 2018 was poisonous, tranquil, roasted. And like the whole goal is that you just, it doesn't matter what you draw or how like big it is or how small it is the whole thing of this is that you're just supposed to create art around this prompt Mm -hmm. every single day in october so it's not really fan fiction it's more like art i'm gonna get into the fan fiction bit later we're gonna focus first (laughs) on the inktober which is about the art okay um because uh there's just a little bit more to talk about and also i feel like it really kind of spawned where it moved into a fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like such a really, like we always are talking about the internet and internet culture. And this is like such an internet culture thing because this is an experience of something that lives purely online. Um, I know that there has been some things about like doing it in person and like meeting up after the month's over to like share your artwork with friends and stuff. But for the most part, it exists online and it's like very unique and gorgeous. Like I always recommend like check out the tag in October. It's really fun to see what people do. Um, there are some individuals who like to create series with the tags. And so like, they'll be like, okay, I'm going to work on a short series with this one individual. And each day I'm going to use this thing. So like, Uh. it's, yeah, I saw this one girl, she actually started Inktober, I think two years ago and she was just doing Inktober. And by the end of it, um, she's now looking to publish a comic based off of what she had started during October. Uh, I have a question. This might be addressed later, but is it still popular? Because I know there was some drama, so... Yes. I, I think that it's still relevant because I do... It's not quite as popular as it was because of the drama. Um, and... But drama. I do still like... I still like the idea of it, though. Like, just something like... I don't know creating artwork together in a space because like hank green always says a lot that like our social media platforms facebook twitter they're almost like states or countries of their own because they have their own rules and their own laws that we abide by Mm -hmm. and so when things like this happen it's a way that we can get together on these social platforms and create i Uh, I do want to say that this isn't anything new people have been doing like monthly lists for as long as there is a list like there's Mm -hmm. always been journal prompts uh fan fiction prompts writing prompts um just any type of list but inktober just kind of took off on its own yes so here's my question steffi which of the drama are you aware of are you aware of which one is it because there's two okay so there is the Drama where I think they stole artwork yeah, from people okay. and published it. I'm going to cover that. And then the other one, hold up, it's there. It's that they were trying to make it so other people couldn't do this. So the concept of list and oh. everything, right? Kind of. Kind of? Not okay. really. So okay. the drama in 2019, um, Parker, a, he registered a trademark for Inktober. And this led to some artists who were selling their work to get cease and desist that Mm. from artwork that they had made during Inktober. Um, People on the Internet were like, "Okay, boycott this. This is not something we're for. We hate this. And then Parker then, quote unquote, clarified that it was the logo that was being used to promote the artwork. That was the trademark issue, not actually the art. 
Oh. Is there a very specific logo that they use that was yes. on those artworks? It's a okay. company now. Like Inktober is a full-on company. Um a base that, that was created off of this. But the thing is, is that Parker also claimed that it was just overzealous lawyers, which you're like, okay, that's a little weird, but it's still like the cease and desist did come. Look, any kind of cease and desist happen, it makes suddenly things not fun. It's like yeah. you yes. had people participating in this like cool thing that's like this online, everybody's just doing it to do it. And I can see them, like you were saying, like this girl who started a comic and now it's going to get published and it gets, it, you, you put paper in there and it gets real dicey and people start going, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I can, I can see the audience immediately backlashing. Yeah. Um, but it is, yeah. So that, and it's, there's a lot of people had like a lot of opinions during that time period, but then in 2020, something else came up, which is also fun. There is an artist and I may be pr- pronouncing this incorrectly, Alfonso Dunn, I believe, uh, he claimed he came out with a YouTube video saying that his artwork is plagiarized (laughs) in Parker's published work. Parker's book was called Inktober All Year Round, Your Indispensable Guide to Drawing with Ink. Dunn's book was called Pen Ink Drawing, A Simple Guide. And oh, yeah, that's coming back to me. Yeah, so um, there's a there's a couple of egregiouses here. Uh, one, like the big things, it, there's like an hour long YouTube video that you can watch, and he does side by side comparisons of the work. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the overarching like hot points here are um, he uh, wait where is it? I wrote it down. Similarities in the book's layout, structure, near verbatim lifting of phrases, exercise, and illustrated elements. Mm. And like looking at it, it's a little sketchy. But um, Parker, the creator of Inktober, he claims he he has not said anything publicly really on this, saying that he is advised not to, which is also not a good look. Um, but saying that like these are ink like how you do things so really like it's a it's a how-to manual so like of course there's going to be similarities because it's how you do certain things Mm. but i will agree like looking at some of them it's a little sketchy it's like very like it's like hey let's show shading with these blocks and then it's like hey let's show blading uh shading with these blocks and like the it's i could definitely see where it's a little sketchy um and well, first, what's your guys' thoughts on that? Like, it could easily be just that it's very common in the artist world, like these things. So I don't, I, I'm not an artist. I don't know. Mm. Um, but I don't know. Maybe. There's, I don't know. I'm of two minds. Like, it seems like this Parker guy, like, he's pretty, I would say, famous to, to a degree. He's kind of got some renown. So for me, it goes, why would he take someone who seemingly doesn't have a huge audience and recreate their work. That being said, we know people are sketchy. Uh, and I, I don't know, I'm of, of two minds. Like if he did, if he did copyright it, like that really sucks. You're just like, you know, screwing the little guy. And how many ways can you make a art how-to manual? Yeah. Like, well, here's, here's what makes it worse. Um, mm-hmm. Alfonso Dunn is a uh, POC. 
So not only was this guy who was who's credited as being mm. a white kind of full of himself man, and then it's like this black artist who has this published book that has been published before is then like being like, what the fuck is going on? It's like it, it, it adds extra layers to the sketch a little bit. Mm-hmm. It makes it seem even more like mm-hmm. this guy is coming in. He's already at a level of like power. Notoriety. And like, notoriety. Yeah. And then taking something from someone that doesn't have as much. It looks the, bad all the way around. Yeah. And but there are other people saying that they they're like, well, is done the just bringing up this drama that may not be like super relevant or like it might just be doing something to bring attention to himself and his own work. So it's like there's definitely stuff that could be on both parts because from what I've read online, no legal action has been taken yet, which is like. And that doesn't mean much to me. I feel like if you don't have the money to pursue it, you're not gonna, if you don't want to fight this, because it like legal battles, it's going to take forever. And maybe Mm. they just came to an agreement behind the curtains or something like, yeah, we we don't know. Basically we don't. Did the drama level off or does the artist done still say that it is something that is bothering him? This only happened a year ago. So, um, from what I could tell, it doesn't seem like it has been resolved. Um, and like Parker was affected by this. He was pulled from a Lightbox Expo online convention in 2020. Also, Deviant Art completely canceled their 2020 in Inktober awards. Oh wow! So like Deviant Art just pulled full support from him. He was like, like I mean, that's like minor, but it's like if that's you know what Deviant minor. Art is, that's- yeah, no, it doesn't feel minor. It's like. They're, and that's like DeviantArt's taking a stance being like, even if this is even slightly true, we ain't fucking with it. Yeah, yeah. it feels like maybe, okay, maybe this is just me reading too much into it. First of all, DeviantArt is a website where you can post your art. It was very famous, uh, very popular back in around 2005-ish era, but it was still, it's still a good place just to kind of post your artwork, leave it there or whatever. Um, what it feels like is uh, they saw an opportunity to break off ties with this dude and before they even got the full nose, they were like, I'm gone. But this could be me reading too much into it. I don't know. I am just speculating based on my own bias from this end. But yeah, so it is interesting. It's still existing. The book's still for published. I mean, still for sale. Sarah, can I ask you, what do you think of the whole copyright situation? I didn't know it existed until today. Um... I do. I didn't watch the whole video. It was an hour long and I was just gathering stuff for this episode. So I didn't have time to watch it, but it did seem kind of sketchy. But also, I would argue that almost every how to drawing book does look exactly the same. And then if you specify it to a specific genre of art or a specific medium, I guess is the correct phrasing ink, which probably has very specific ways you can use it because ink is fucking messy. It's not like paint or anything like that. It's like weird. Every medium has its types of instruction and tools and methods. And yeah. And so it's like, I could see it, but it's like also, I don't know. It like the, I think, I don't know what to think. I think that it is not up for me to decide. It is not up for the internet to decide. Choose whether or not you want to support this man, but participating in Inktober doesn't cost you a dime. And in my brain, 
I think it's still like a good place to share your artwork and collaborate because it's also really fun to see the differences of like how different people can take it. Like, Mm -hmm. um, this is a slight turn, but as I said earlier, day four of, um, Inktober is not, and I cannot tell you how many fucking TikToks I saw when this list got put out because of the Alpha Omega thing that was like Alpha Beta Omega. K-N-O-T. If you don't know what we're talking about, we highly recommend you listen to our episode about the Omegaverse. And yeah. I don't know why my brain did not take that that way when you said it the first time. It was literally my first thought. Yeah, no, it's spelled K-N-O-T. K-N-O-T. The entire internet's like, what? <laughs> what do you, you doing? Not, do you not know about this Alpha Omega thing? <laughs> it heat was houses, heat houses, heat houses, throwback, heat houses. <laughs> we're not getting back into this. That is done. We're moving on. Are you sure we're that not going to get back to do it? <laughs> oh my god! Why does it always go back to the Omega verse? <laughs> Everything uh, always said, goes back means, to the Omega verse. <laughs> that being said, uh, once again, stop me if you're going to be talking about this. But that did lead to a lot of spinoffs, right? Even more than before, right? Because like yes. it's so wild. This happened in 2020 because this feels like it happened like three years ago. But then again, the last year did feel like it was like forever. Forever, yeah. Because yeah. like. Um, like, I have this artist that I follow. Uh, her name is Faith Faith Schaefer, I believe. Wonderful art, uh, artist. She is fantastic. Um, and she do, she made Sword Timber. And they, you know, it's about swords and drawing swords and stuff. Also, okay, this is, I'm sorry, I'm going off a no, tangent go, now. tangent. There is also one bit of drama, but this is fandom drama and has nothing to do with actual the company. But I remember in Inktober, especially on Tumblr, people were debating that if digital art counted um, for that. I um, hate. Because <laughs> it's like, it's Inktober. You should be using ink. Yeah. That being said, uh, you do whatever you want. Like, yeah, How do you it, feel about that, sir? <laughs> I think that's fucking stupid. I think that, yeah, it may be like, hey, Try and do it with ink. Like this is a this is a, this is us trying to prompt you to try out a new medium, which is great. But like digital artists sometimes never really touch the real world realm, and like their their skills are on the like tablet, and that shit is something that probably an ink artist probably couldn't do. Like it's everybody has their own medium, and yes, maybe go in and explore it and take the opportunity. But also, ink's fucking expensive, and don't try and gatekeep things that have a price dollar on them. I just hate it. I'm just like, ink is so expensive. And like to do like any kind, like the pens, the like the different colors, the paper. Can I, just start, I just have this memory of, okay, so there's this thing called NaNoWriMo. Uh, yeah. Which happens in November. It's something I do every year. Basically, you have to write a novel. It's called National Writing Month, I think. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, basically, try to write a novel in a month. So about 50,000 words. And I used to host writing groups. I used to be a part of writing groups. But there was one dude I freaking hated. Um, and he prided himself in only writing in pen. And, you know, could never. He only, like had to do digital if he had to but i remember this dude specifically because i was really excited telling about the story i was writing he's like that's been done like why are you writing that if it's been done before i hate gatekeepers so freaking much okay done well i was also thinking so when you said inktober i kind of got the gist that it would be some kind of uh community driven month theme Mm -hmm. 
And I didn't think they were so serious about it being ink. Like I thought there ink are was some like who kind do. of very. It's like you know, it, it, like with any fandom of any the group, real. there's yeah. there's people who try to gatekeep, who try to make the make it le- uh, less inclusive because they're jerks. Yeah. Mm. But now I want us to go down a different avenue here, okay. which is truly the real reason I wanted to do this episode. But I felt mm. like to properly do it we needed to first cover Inktober. And that is what has, as Sefi had said, there's a bunch of lists all over the internet. But you can change one little, you can have one little letter to Inktober. And you want to know what you get? Kinktober. (laughs) Kinktober. 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 All right, here we go. Let's do this. This... There is like, no. We're about, we're going up the the roller coaster right now. Means now we're going up the Ao3 coaster. Um, <laughs> this is what the show's for. This is what the show's for is for Sarah to talk about her weird internet. Uh, so here's the fun thing is that there is it doesn't seem like there is like a solid like agreement of who started it or who owns it because it's not owned by a company. No one tried to profit off this thing. It just exists, and that almost makes it better in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um. From what I so this is what I've kind of gathered. Um, it the first like notable one that was labeled Kingtober was on Tumblr in 2016. Uh, the prompt list was published by Spark Sparks Cree. Oh God, Create Cracktor Spark Cracktor. I don't know. It's one of those where there's not spaces and the S could go with either word. Here, one second. I'm going to send it. I'm going to send it to the girls so they can tell me what they think it is. And they're going to laugh and be like, this is so obvious, you idiot. Um, Sparks Creator? Sparks Creator. No, but there's a C in the middle of it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a word. Creactor. Creactor. Sparks Creactor. Yes. So they are um, they are kind of created theirs. So here's I'm going to read through the original list just because it just makes me chuckle. So um, it's also like the difference between where it is and then where it goes um, in the modern modern days. So this is not ink specifically. Oh, I should. Yeah. It's no. kinktober, so it's just anything. No, this is fame? fan. This is so it's mostly oh. supposed to be for fan fiction. Gotcha. But not saying that anyone should do this, but if you look up kinktober on Twitter, I forgot that Twitter doesn't have a limit of what you can see. And let me tell you, that art really well done. But um, <laughs> did I see a lot of dicks accidentally today? Yes. Were they like, like hold on, hold something on. up? Yeah. <laughs> So Kingtober, uh, I'm more I'm more aware of it due to um, oh my god, AO3. I'm sorry. The yeah. first thing I see is My Hero Academia. Yep, and I just like <laughs> yep. Sorry, continue, continue. So here, so it is written words. I think usually it's like um, it's supposed to be like short little tidbits. And those who are aware of Ao3, um, you can do series. So usually authors who are participating in kingtober will do a series and on the first day of that month or like the day before they go in the first chapter of this series is um all of the kinks written out and then they tag them all appropriately sometimes they will stick to a single fandom sometimes they'll do multi-fandom as they see fit um i think i i think i might have been aware of this since 2016 the first time i ever saw it was on of course a glee um live journal um 
And yeah, yep. I hate myself. <laughs> you know what? We really need to discuss Glee someday. We really do, but like that's a that's an episode. That's like mm. a fucking mini series. Is Glee? Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, oh, do we talk about how most of them are dead or or in prison, or do we talk about uh, how their poor management of of anything, anything, or how the fandom basically destroyed Tumblr? <laughs> the fandom destroyed Tumblr. Uh, Anyways, the, we're getting oh, so off topic. <laughs> so much. An entire season just of Glee. Future episode. Uh, future episode. But, okay, so this is the first list, and I'm going to go through, um, I should have gone through highlights, but I'm going to say some that, like, you know, um, we've got Spanking, Bukake, um, Cream Pie, um, Edge Play, Sadism, Sounding, uh, Blood and Gore, Daddy, Somnophilia, and if you don't know what those are, I will look them up. We're going to play a little game maybe at the end if we have some time. Okay. Seeing if you can guess what the what the kink is, because weird. Uh, Shibari, which is different than Buhaki, but both tying people up. Um, xenophilia, which is objects or aliens, you know. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Not sure where that went, but so, makes sense. This seems very what i would expect so yes so this is like the original list and the original mm-hmm. list only had one per day and um it's kind of grown since then and the thing is is that currently there is not one owner so depending on the fandom depending on the platform there are different lists that people uh go by which is like nobody gives a shit and there's like tamer lists and like more extreme lists um like Here's one is like, so this is the one I found on Twitter for 2021. And day one is rimming or macro micro or tickling. Um, Oh, you get to choose. Yeah. And then like, if I go to Tumblr, it's spectrophilia, which I'm not sure what that is. I think I have an idea. You think you have an idea? (laughs) We're going to play a game where we try and guess what the kinks are. Oh, Uh, oh. My, my guess is yeah. like. Uh, <laughs> I think your guess is right, Steph. What's the guess? Uh, doing it with ghosts. Yes. It there is it doing is. It with ghosts. Am I into that? I think oh, I'm Steph. into that. <laughs> I want you to know, Steffi, the first time I ever read a doing it with a ghost fan fiction, it was Loki who haunted an abandoned house on a hill. Oh, send that my way. I God, I read that years ago. I don't know if I'll oh, ever find damn. it. Again. But I was like. I was like, is this girl going to do it with a ghost? And I was like, what is happening? And then, I, yes, yes, I she did. I Casper the friendly ghost because he was so hot in that he old was. movie. He was. Oh, my it, God. That was such so a good movie. Hot. So, um, <laughs> such, so a good but, movie. such a good movie. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Baby Hillary Duff and all that, like, 10 out of 10. Um, oh, that's some the other second things. one. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I've seen the first <laughs> one. I promise. Um, so some other stuff I wanted to say is like just Googling today as of the episode. Um, AO3 has 13,836 fix tagged as Kinktober. Um, that's not counting chapters or series pages or things like that. So that's pretty a lot. Uh, DeviantArt had 1.8 thousand, um, which isn't as much as I was expecting. Um, you can't see on Twitter or on Tumblr how many posts there were. But God, were there a lot of new stuff that I'd never seen before. And I was like, okay. So it is October now. Yes. Um, and as of the podcast, I think it'll be October 8th. 
So that'll be eight days of yes. Kinktober. Yes. So with that, like, is that what we're counting now? Or are we counting like all of the Kinktober since it began? No, you, I, this is all the Kinktobers since they began because I don't think, so the way AO3 works, and I think I might've kind of touched on this in the past. Um, they have volunteers called tag wranglers. And so let's say somebody like there is a tag for, kinktober because enough people have like these tag wranglers have been like okay yeah kinktober that's a thing we will make it an official tag mm -hmm. but for like and there's a kinktober 2018 2019 2020 oh, but there yeah, isn't yeah. a kinktober 2021 yet because not enough fakes have been posted for them to wrangle them properly uh -huh. so gotcha. um probably okay. by the end of the month you'll be able to find inktober uh i mean kinktober 2021 right. um and like also like if the, the, that's a really interesting thing about AO3. It's just like a sidebar is the way the tagging system is run. And I've mentioned it before, like tag wranglers, you can choose whatever tag you want. They're my favorite. Um, and my, my, one of my favorite parts is when communities like claim a claim a tag um, that like maybe somebody just wrote. Like one of my favorites is no uh, betas here. We die like men, which is basically saying like, I did not have anybody proofread this. It's just there. So if there's errors, I don't give a shit. And like that was something oh, someone just started. Okay. <laughs> you thought it was Alpha Omega. I don't Ashley, know what you get it out of I don't know you anymore, Sarah. But then I was like, oh wait, beta as in like a beta reader. That's beta what it reader, is. yes. <laughs> for her, just as, as a reminder, a beta reader is someone who reads your fan fiction and edits it for you. Yes. To be fair, with the Alpha Omega thing, the poor betas get left out of everything. So I, I see. <laughs> they don't always. There are some really interesting stories about betas trying to. No, exist we're not in going society. back to Omegaverse. Let's move on. <laughs> It always goes back. To it always goes back to Omegaverse. But um, something I also did want to talk about with like the original verse versus the original list versus the list that we're at now, where you have options. And like mm -hmm. honestly, no matter what list you look at nowadays, there are at least one or two. There will be two or three options because they want to give you the options because there is now a better understanding in the world and a better respect. I feel like in fan fiction media of triggers and how they're labeled as such mm -hmm. and something. I saw this on a TikTok today and I kind of wanted to cover it today as well because those who are going into Kinktober, I'm like, oh, I want to like, I want to read this stuff. I want to learn maybe about some of these kinks that I didn't know there was words for. Or I didn't even know this existed. Um, one thing I want everybody to be aware of is if you ever see the tag dead dove, do not eat. That is a that is a tag that is uh, you need to very, very clearly read those tag reads, the author notes, do things like that, because that doesn't fuck around. And like, I feel like some of the stuff that pops up and some of the ways sometimes people write Kinktober, I would be careful if you see that one. Where does that tag come from? Dead dog. It came, it comes from a, an uh, Arrested Development episode. I was gonna say, <gasps> oh. I, like, I've never seen that, but I'm very familiar with that the meme. Yeah. <laughs> so it's basically, it's that whole thing. So there's an episode of Arrested Development where one of the characters opened the fridge and there is a paper bag that says dead dove do not eat. And the character opens it and then there's a dead dove in it. And he goes, I don't know what I was expecting. And so the concept with dead dove do not eat is like, if I tag like non-con or I tag gore, I don't mean I'm going to reference it. I mean, there is going to be graphic gore or non-con in this so dead dove do not eat if you see that tag it means this isn't like a oh we're just gonna maybe talk about that be careful it's like it will be very graphic and you just need to like be warned 
Uh, yeah, fear those who enter here. <laughs> yes, it, kind of. Um, That's so freaking wild how a silly meme from a show is now like a very important part of fandom and yeah. more. It, oh, I, I love how that thing, like, it's so wild. I love the way those things work out. Well, and also like the way that like, we can like they've created a distinction in um media like i saw there's this girl who's currently going around on tiktok i'll try and find her um stuff so we can post her on social but she's doing this thing where people are asking her fan fiction questions and she's answering them um and one of the ones was what is dead dove do not eat and i saw that this morning and that's why i was like oh i should probably cover that because we're talking about kinktober and the way she kind of had described it was that um there when fan fiction became like when AO3 really came around like and like you can post whatever you want there and nobody will stop you mm-hmm. um and these things that are like illegal sometimes get written about but like that stuff also gets written about and published like look at it um in other horror books but well, yeah. um it's like how do you distinguish the hey, we're going to mention this in the really bad. And I guess the community just got together and they're like, okay, this is how we're going to do it. And like, it's one of those really interesting things that exists on the internet. As Steffi said, it's just so cool. But then it brings up the question, why are people writing about these things? And the way, and I thought what was kind of the way that she said it, I think is really important is like, everybody has trauma and some people have more trauma than you do. And people deal with it in different ways. Some people deal with that trauma by writing about it in their own creative way or reading about it because then it helps them process it because, Oh, I'm not alone. And they like, Oh, this character I respect so much. Look at them going through this difficulty that I also have gone through. Um, but yeah, I definitely dead dove do not eat is I'm just saying, cause we're going to go through this list and there's going to be things that I will say as like, that are kinks for some people that are not great. Like I'm pretty sure Vor is on this list. Um, and for those who don't know, Vor is, um, I believe being sexually attracted to being eaten. Um, uh, be, and when I mean being eaten, I mean being like eaten full and then digested and being aware of that. That is Vor, which you're like, People are into some stuff. Yes. <laughs> so I didn't know. Okay, so I had a vague idea, concept of vor, what vor is. Voracious, I guess. That's where it comes from. I did not know the whole meaning. So, huh, okay. Yeah, the official definition is uh, the sexual desire to be consumed or consume another. So oh, the okay, whole okay. Hannibal fandom. Yes. Hannibal? Okay. Oh, yeah, there's there it's I would say Vor exists kind of in the like more like alien impossible realm where it's like there are I again, I've been on the internet for far too long with no parental restriction. So I had stumbled <laughs> upon like fan art and Vor is like a it, like a character and then they just have this giant stomach because the person is alive in their stomach. And like so it's a huge what that thing. Is. Yes, that's what that is. <laughs> okay. So that's like, there was a while ago where some like Jimmy Neutron or some Nickelodeon mom, Vor art got somehow used in some Republican meme and everybody's like, what is going on? <laughs> where, where did you get that? Put that away, please. <laughs> Basically, people are like, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what this is because they're a bunch of, they're a bunch of boomers who don't know what the internet is and they probably don't know what Vor is. And yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> the silence is resonating. Yeah, we're just like I'm, I'm I'm processing. processing. Process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like once again, no judgment. Like what you like, long as you're not harm- harming other people without their consent. I guess in this situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I had no idea. Let's learning a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I thought. I was going to go through some of these words and I was going to see if maybe you could guess what they mean. So I thought one would be somnophilia. Somnophilia. Uh, Being attracted to sleepy people. People who are asleep. Okay. I can see where you're going with that. (laughs) That is it. It is having sex with someone while they're asleep. Oh, Oh. and that's pretty good. Sebi. Yeah, there's like um, there's non-con and consensual versions of that where people are like, there's like a lot of like, that's like one of those things where it's like you can find different like if you receive dead, dead dove, do not eat. You're going to know that's like not good. Where if like the there's some like other ones where it's like an agreed upon conversation mm-hmm. beforehand. This is on the Internet and I'm just going. I hate myself. <laughs> That was good, Steffi. I was you did not good. gonna pick that one. I was insomnia. I'm just guessing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I uh, this one is uh bimbofication, and I don't know this one. I know what this is okay. Oh, good. <laughs> you and Ashley and I just both. <laughs> it's where you have a girl become like a bimbo, like blonde hair, big boobs, like and you. You bimbo find them. I don't know why I know this, but I do know that's okay. it. Okay, no, there was a very, very popular comic that went around where uh, uh, it was like reverse bimbo vacation, where a bimbo in high, sh- like really high heels, sees a book on the ground, she picks it up and then turns into like a nerdy girl, and like people are like, "Oh, this is so sexist." And we're like, "No, no, no, this is a kink." Sorry, it's not meant to like be a commentary. It's literally a kink thing. But now, now this comic got so famous that people now ship the bimbo version and the nerdy version. And uh, even the artist is like, okay, they're lesbians now. Oh, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> All um, right. And, and and again, like I, I will push what somebody was saying. It's, you can look however you want. The kink is to go with this kind of version of femininity that is like overdone. Mm-hmm. Like think mm-hmm. the big lips, the, I mean, fake boobs, you know, tan skin, blonde hair, like almost faking a human being, making them into like a, a Barbie, like a, a Barbie. So there was one that you guys both, I feel like turned your heads at earlier with which micro macro. Yeah. Can you guess what that is? Ant-Man? A little person and a big person. Yes, but to what the question is to what extent because it exists. Like, have you guys ever seen the movie Borrowers? So I was right, little Ant Man. I said Ant Man. Little people, like tiny, like not like yeah, no, like like four or five inches tall, like army character, yeah, Ant Man or the movie technically, technically toys. Ant-Man going up into Thanos' butt is micro macro uh vor. <laughs> if you want to put words to it. 
show out our fandom. Now, every time anyone mentions Ant-Man going up Thanos' anus, Thanos' anus, you can explain to them exactly what that is. Uh-huh. Go. So if you're into that, micro if you're into macro that, four. It's non-consensual micro-macro. Jesus. Dead dub, do not eat. We're serious here. <laughs> and then if he actually expands himself, then that's also add some gore in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, God, I hate myself. Uh, Sharon, are you okay up there? <laughs> what do you think about this? You're just silent. I'm you- sorry, I was trying to, I was trying to unmute myself. Uh, I, I'm just listening. I'm just taking it in. It, you know. Uh, Did you know any of these, Jaren? Uh, uh, no. I think like this, like when Steffi guessed the one earlier. Like I guess like via keywords, I can probably go. Maybe this, but some of this stuff's wild. <laughs> um, this one I feel like you guys might know. Water sports. Is that where you have to? <laughs> There's two answers to this. One. I don't want to say it. <laughs> say it. One is a tame answer, and the other is not so tame. Is it? Is it where you pee on people? Like, yes, okay. that is one version of it. Okay. <laughs> and the other version is water sports also. Oh, yes. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I don't have a guess. Go. Um, the other version is being in control of someone else's bladder. So huh. saying like, no, you're not going to the bathroom until after we're done with this movie. And there are people who are attracted to that or like holding it and like the pressure of your bladder. Fascinating. Huh. Okay. And that's considered water sports mm-hmm. still? I guess it's yes. part of the part of the theme park of that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> theme park. <laughs> I mean, oh, yep. It is. So, yep. Okay. Water sports. Um, here's one I that I, I saw. Knew, I think I knew what you meant the moment is. I was just like, please, I don't want to say it. <laughs> you could have gone with golden but, shower. Yeah, golden shower. But that's also still it's a euphemism for what like Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's another one, which I, I think I already told Steffi because I was very surprised by it when you were late, Ashley. Uh, hybristophilia. Hybristophilia. I already forgot what you said it was, so we're good. Hi- okay. Risk. Hybristo. Um. I guess. What? I don't know. I don't know what that first uh, part means. It is the sexual arouse due to the knowledge of one's partner having committed an act of violence. So being attracted to psychos? I mean, yeah. Or like knowing that someone's a violent person. So but like you see that sometimes in like movies, like, like, um, like how much people like Kylo Ren. Yeah. yeah. Or like, um, what is it, Bonnie and Clyde? Like they'd go off on shooting sprees together and like get really excited because of that kind of a thing. Like you okay. see that. Or like um there are just some movies where it's like, yeah, like people like will be like, oh my God, you were so attractive when you like just shot him. It's like, oh, he's Yeah, that seems like also like a very popular movie trope as well. Yeah. Hybristophilia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hybristophilia. Um Kabe Shari. Kabe Shuri. This is definitely a Japanese word. K-A-B-E-S-H-I-R-I. Kabe Shuri. Mm. 
I'd be real honest. I don't know what that means. Uh, I'm just going to make one up. Punch you in the face. Jaron, do you have a guess? Uh, no, I do not know what this is at all. <laughs> here's, a, here's a hint. It is a very... No, I was going to... Um, no, I'm going to... Ex- <laughs> Just saying, Sarah. Um, I was going to say, it's something that I feel like pops up a lot in weird hentai. Weird. And also, to be clear, hentai is just the word for, like, pornographic manga. It does not mean tentacles are involved. Just to be clear. That's the classic. Yeah. It's it's just, yeah, pornographic uh, comic. Kind of very similar to, like, very particular art style. Um, Kabe Shuri, uh, I just go for it, Sarah. It is being stuck it. in a wall and, uh, not wearing pants and then glory hole in that situation up. That seems like it's oh, more it's like common. Look, they, they get stuck in like the washing machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel like it seems more traumatizing than sexual to me, but it's so- it more usually in a non-con situation unless mm. somebody like volunteers to be in a glory hole. Um, so it's like forced glory hole, but it's with walls. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now I have one similar vein. Um, fornication. That's sex. Oh, wait. No. Nope. <laughs> I spelled it wrong. Sarah. Well, it's <laughs> One second. Sarah. There's one I've heard of and I tried to spell it. Fuck off. I'm trying to find the word. Oh my god, the most scandalous key. One sex. <laughs> one second. One second. Oh, do you know what? We're a little over time. Let's end right no. there. We're no, done. I need this Thank one. you so much no. for joining us. If you would like to no. get a shout out, like I, I said, to- leave a review <laughs> or tag us at social media, OT3 Podcasts, mostly everywhere, TikTok, Twitter, any of those spaces. And we will no. see you next no. week. No. Right, Sarah, what is it? What is it? <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I saw it once and I go, what you the fuck is that seconds. word? You got three Don't. seconds. Steffi, you can't. You're, you're stressing <laughs> me out. Here, here's another one. Guess, guess this one, okay? Uh, 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 I can't find it. I one second. Uh, one second. Oh my it god! Starts... <laughs> Fuck off. Sorry. I want to go back to that moment where me and Steffi Spaces were just like, because we were ready for something horrible. No, I can't find the words, and I'm so mad. Like I saw it one time on Ao3, and I go, "What the fuck is that word?" I love and then this I found show it out so and I much. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm gonna be so No, we have to keep staying. We have to stay here until I figure it out. Sarah, it's... we gotta wrap up. Dude. I need to say what it is. It's, it's... oh I might just fell. So Sarah. it is it is I can't think of the word, but it is a word that means um being sexually attracted to being furniture to someone else. And it starts with like Wait. Uh, yes. B- being in like no. wanting to be furniture or wanting being to be furniture. No, you are sexually attractive to being furniture. Like you want to be a coffee table or a chair. Like I want to be Kylo Ren's chair. Like yes, that kind you of want to be Kylo Ren's chair. <laughs> um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy totally had a scene where people turned into chairs. So does uh, Squid Game. Oh, uh, what? Okay, yeah, th- there is some of this going around. I at first I was like, that's a little weird, but. 
I can see it. Like I want to be, I don't know, Mr. Darcy's teacup. That <laughs> something like that. Like, <laughs> I yeah, I can see that. <laughs> He's like, like, huh. I'm so mad that I can't. I if, saw it once and I go, this is going to be perfect. Why don't we leave it to the audience? If you guys can figure out whatever Sarah was trying to say, put it in the comments. Yeah, please tag let us, us on know. Twitter. Uh, well, we want to know too. <laughs> what I'm it was. so mad right now. I'm <laughs> we, so mad. Sarah, we have to go. We're definitely I know we time. have to go. That was the episode. Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> go do so Inktober, fun. Kinktober. Live your lives. Enjoy <sighs> your kinks. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. I'm so mad. I'm so mad.